0: Hello and welcome to the King's Spotlight on Sustainability podcast. In this podcast we're shining a light on all things sustainability. We want to get you thinking about some of the challenges we face surrounding climate change and the natural world whilst highlighting some of the innovative solutions happening at King's and beyond. Hello, I'm your host Emily Reid, a PhD student here at King's. For this series, we're very lucky to be joined by our student co-host, Sigrid.
1: Hello, my name is Sigrid Leifsetter and I'm a student at King's College studying international relations in my third year. Throughout my time at King's, I've been involved with the sustainability team and the Climate Action Network. For this series, for Spotlight on Sustainability, we'll be discovering how to tackle climate change with big and small actions. In this episode, we are going to be talking about fast fashion, why responsible fashion consumption is important and how you can be fashionable and sustainable.
0: We are very lucky to be joined by Ava, Jaylan and Delara from Unarchived Textiles, a student-led group that aims to promote sustainable fashion through clothes swapping and education events.
1: We learn about why Eva, Jaylon and Delara saw a need for unarchived textiles and how they managed to grow the initiative from an idea to a successful series of events across London.
0: We then discover why sustainable fashion consumption is important before talking about how you can take action to build a sustainable wardrobe.
1: We do acknowledge that the fashion industry is really complex and that sustainability in fashion needs to address the social, economic and environmental aspects related to the industry. Tackling these issues requires local, national and global efforts. What Unarchive Textiles is doing on a local level is really impressive and is successfully engaging students with sustainable fashion across London.
0: So let's start this first segment by talking about what Unarchive Textiles is how it came into being and why there is a need for this type of initiative. So, just start by asking what is Unarchive Textiles?
2: Um, so, I'd like to answer that question. Uh, my name is Dilara, and um, Unarchive Textiles is a project um, we created as friends, um, and it focuses on sustainable, promoting sustainable consumption as a means of fighting against fast fashion. And, and we know that as teenagers or young people, we are the um, main consumers of fast fashion because of its, um, uh, the cheap price and um, just the way it's marketed and advertised towards our generation specifically. So we wanted to promote um, a means of being able to fight against that within our local community. And at the time that was Greenwich. But now we're working, um, hopefully wanting to work throughout London. Um, and what we do is we've created a platform for swapping clothes and um, organising styling and repairing stations. In efforts to promote upcycling and lengthening the life cycle of clothes and on top of that we didn't want to stop there we wanted to um educate people and to do this we've done this through um hosting public engagement events such as um we had an event on fashion for people and planet where we had different people business people academics um and practitioners um, who were able to give their insights into what's the problem and what needs to be tackled. Um, And the reason this is, is because fashion is the life and blood of our communal and individual self-expression. And we wanted to ensure that we can still hold onto that fashionable, stylish element, whilst also not endangering our planet. Um, Because if we don't have a planet, then there's no need to have a stylish outfit or a nice wardrobe. So yeah, and hence the Unarchive Textiles where we promote um, swapping, upcycling and education.
0: Awesome, I really like the way that you kind of describe the importance of being able to express yourself but that not having to come at the cost of the planet because I think you know, a lot of people who Um, are in this field you know it's easy to think well what's what's the point of fashion doesn't matter anyway but it is about expressing yourself and it it is important so I like that you're kind of incorporating that into what you do. Um, So I'd love to hear a bit about how and why you got involved with Unarchived Textiles and how did this happen organically how did it all come about?
3: I'm Jaylan and um, we actually started um, Unarchived Textiles as um, a student society um, in 2019. So as Amnesty International Student Society, we wanted to um, do campaigning on how we can engage students to um, engaging in sustainable consumption. And um, we got in touch with Eco Team Greenwich, who is also a society at um, the university. And we arranged a clove collection to see how many people would want to get engaged and That then followed on with a large swap event which was like we had over 400 items of clothes and um, like loads of excess clothes as well that we then donated to charity shops in Dorston. and the clothes swap actually is so however many items you give us we give you marbles in exchange and uh, the marbles are basically the currency so then on the day of the swap you can um, exchange the items with however many items you have and during the le- um, initial collection days like the project also like we also wanted uh, swappers to come and talk about you know how um, and engage in like environmental and social impacts of fast fashion um, including how to address the um, environmental and um, unethical and unsustainable production model of um, like the cheap labor force And um, so we engaged the swappers and then we fought and then we got in touch with the Royal Society of Arts, who wanted to um, host a clothes swap with us um, at their um, building, their centre. And so we hosted a clothes swap there and the event was called Human Rights in the World of Fashion and Textiles. Sorry for the background noise. Um, And we had loads of people. So we had RSA members, students, all of them engaging. And it was also a a moment of networking with different people. We had other swappers, like swapping companies join as well. And um, then we were um, able to get funding from the university research and enterprise to actually make um, the clothes swap and unarchived a permanent thing at the university. Um, So that's what drove us to become where we are right now.
0: That's so awesome. I love the way that it started off as something quite small, but then you managed to grow it by building in and incorporating the royal society of arts and other groups and then it's now become something which is a permanent fixture in the university that's such an inspiring story i think for listeners that actually starting something small can grow into something big and that is possible
3: definitely like with instagram as well um we had loads of people engaging on instagram like the diff, all our, all of the student societies have instagram and we were all following each other and communicating with each other and promoting each other's events and that way we were having more of a large group like people who weren't interested in sustainable fashion would join and then somehow they're interested in sustainable fashion and you know wearing pre-loved clothes was somehow changing their norms you know
0: yeah absolutely yeah and I think that's why it's, it's so awesome as well that your events incorporate that educational aspect because it's not just like I'll just come and swap some clothes it's like come and swap some clothes but then hear about why that's important and hear about you know the impact that that's having um, and also like you say you know you're managing to draw people who aren't necessarily always the most sustainable lifestyle or you know aren't necessarily always engaged with sustainability but at the end of the day you know it's like it's free clothes who doesn't like that like he's <laughs> gonna say no. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I wanted to add, um, I remember from one of our first clothes collections, so the way we organised it was um, we were collecting clothes at first. um, And I remember we were approached by some... Some students who were who weren't clearly engaged in sustainability and promoting um, a clean environment, um, and they were just attacking us with questions, and they thought we were like these. You know, there's this notion that you're a hippie and like sometimes, and I think it was at the time of the XR protest, um, extinction rebellion. So there was like some notion against that, um, and they just thought we were going to be aggressive. But rather than approaching them the way they approached us, we were just taking it slow and we were like. No, that's not the reality and they were coming with really odd facts, but it's normal. Like we have people who aren't who are new to this and who aren't aware, like they're not familiar with it. So I think just take it day by day and be open to other people and and those are the people we want the most because they're not interested in this and they're probably the most like important people because we can help them start somewhere and they can share it with their friends who are probably not interested either.
0: It's so important that you're actually able to engage with these people who, you know, might not necessarily always be engaging with sustainability and break down some of those misconceptions or stereotypes that people have, Um, you know, because like you say, as you mentioned earlier, this is something that affects everybody. Climate change and, you know, the climate emergency is affecting everybody. Um, So getting people to engage with that, in a kind of non-threatening way is really important. So I love that.
1: In the next segment, we will be discovering more about why sustainable fashion is important for people and planet. We hear about how making small changes can have a big impact. Just a heads up, uh, unfortunately, Eva's sound quality was a bit off, um, which is one of the difficulties of recording a podcast virtually but she has some very interesting stuff to say. So stick with it if you can.
0: So yeah, why do you think it's important, maybe particularly for students, to get engaged with sustainable fashion consumption?
4: So I'll take that one. Um, My name is Eva. Um, And so basically we started out as students and we grew quite a lot from that. So we actually managed to help to to basically, by doing Amnesty and and growing like this and uh, having such uh, like connection with the staff and with the students, we made, managed university to um, to to start a, a climate um, emergency. So they've declared the climate emergency at the university because of our efforts in other societies, which is great. But I've also, so... Sustainability is also way cheaper than um, like buying first-hand clothes, so that's very important for students because not all of us can just can afford to buy first-hand clothes all the time. And second-hand clothes is always good because um, it gives you a different style, and you have lots of options. Uh, and also, um, it's important to like to note that because of um, sustainability and buying uh vintage or thrifted or even do go to clothes shop you are uh students are like um impacting the impacting their uh footprint uh carbon footprint on on our planet and a large portion of natural resources are used in the production of clothes which are very important like uh, water. Um, uh, like in a pair of jeans, there's like 700 liters of water used to be made just for one single pair, which is quite a lot. And uh, just by stop by not buying like jeans and just buying like uh secondhand jeans, that's a lot of water that you save, and that's very important. Um, but so we're not saying to students to stop buying fast fashion we're just saying for them to like buying to buy more sustainable into align um their shopping um malls um with sustainability which is very important
0: yeah no i think that's really important like you said it doesn't have to be you know it's not like you can never buy an item of clothing from a high street shop ever again but maybe just making people aware that there are other options out there um, and that there are events like this where, you know, you can find really good items of clothing that are more sustainable and, you know, cheaper or free. It's just kind of making people aware, I think, of those other options. So, and what you're doing, it sounds like you're engaging with quite a large group of people and quite a large group of students. So that's really awesome.
3: So the purpose is to, like, get students to be more careful when they're shopping rather than stopping buying immediately like just stop buying from fast fashion stop just be more um educated on what you're purchasing what's been going on behind the product what's how how was the product produced what did the product go through um like my family they they don't like pre-loved clothing and they're like um, if so if i buy only one person is not going to make a difference but as ever mentioned 700 gallons of water is a lot of water if you if only one person stopped buying a pair of jeans you're saving so much water so it's the little actually does count
0: absolutely yeah yeah and it's a it's a collective movement isn't it and it's about a kind of a broader movement and the more these discussions are happening the more people get involved and the more that people make those choices which will, again, have a cumulative and large impact. So how do you you encourage people to have a more sustainable relationship with fashion?
2: Um, So in terms of encouraging people, especially students, have a more sustainable relationship with fashion would be, um, I think this is something we focused on a lot, education. Um, get out there, uh, speaking to people, speaking to organisations that are dealing with such like similar movements. So slow fashions, one of them. Ella Macarthur Foundation, who works on circular economy, is another one. Uh, another one. Um, so I think it's important, especially when, in a day where we have a mobile phone almost with us every single second of the day. Um, just search things up, educate yourself. And there's a really good documentary called The True Cost, which talks about. Um, like the cost of an item behind the label. So the um, forced labor that goes into it, um the, la- um, the low wage of workers, um, child labor sometimes often going on in um, factories. And the issue is with these, in fast fashion especially, it's the consumers are from the Western side of the world, whereas the producers are from the other side. And they're often marginalized communities who actually end up facing the consequences of our actions and um, free droughts and floods. Um, and even the Rana Plaza um, collapse was awful. And this is because of our actions and our behavior. So sometimes, especially the lockdown has allowed us to like take a moment and ex- appreciate what we have around us and explore the way we live our lives and the way we, our perspective towards life. Um, as in that it's not just singular it's not just about one person our actions as a collective is really important and then I think the second one would be to experiment just like speak to someone or just like go to your local high street I'm sure you're gonna find a charity shop there um just try something out and I think it's become quite trendy now to go like buy go thrifting um but I would say even with thrifting overconsumption can is always a problem so sometimes we have to be wary even in sustainable acts that we are doing um so as to protect those who rely purely on charity shops and thrifting as a way of um dressing um so yeah i think that's quite important so two things educate and experiment
4: yeah um i would just like to add that once um me and Jay went to um uh went thrifting and we found uh ourselves looking at these girls who just uh like everything was on sale with like three pounds everything. And um so these girls just came in with a, a huge suitcase that they just bought like half the stock, put it all in the suitcase so they can resell it. And that kinda gives the like it's very bad because they just take items that are very important for people that actually live um, on thrifting clothes, and they then resell it at a higher price for to make profit. And I think that's giving a bad name to uh, to thrifting into to uh, like online sellers.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point, and something I hadn't heard or thought of before is you know even when you're shopping in this responsible way, you still have to consider, you know, who are the other people that need this resource and who are the other people that you're impacting with your purchases? Um, Yeah, no, that's a really interesting perspective. And and thing to remember and consider is that even with this kind of thrifting and sustainable matter of consumption, you still have to kind of be conscious of other people who might be relying on that resource, yeah. And I love your two-pronged approach of, Educate and experiment, I think that's really nice and catchy and I think it's a really good way to kind of engage people in a fun way and kind of, you know, promote people to take it at their own pace and explore at their own pace. I think that's really important as well. In the last segment, we hear from Eva, Jalon and Delara on how you can take action to stay fashionable and sustainable and learn more about the slow fashion movement. So just as a final question, do you have any kind of top tips on how to stay fashionable and sustainable?
2: So I think we all came up with one tip. My tip was um, challenge yourself. So there are some challenges. Um, slow fashion movement is having a challenge where um, they're encouraging people not to shop or buy um, fashion clothing or nuclear items up, to, up until September. For some people, that might be extreme. You can maybe try it for a month. um, Try not to purchase anything. um, Get your friends to join in and see who's gonna last the longest. And whoever lasts, you can like um, treat them to something. And even. like arrange clothes swap within your families like within your friendship groups because I'm sure people has that we all have similar styles as friends so I'm sure you can like swap with each other um and for students I would say at King's um work together like um collaborate and partner with the existing societies and communities that there are existing and try to provide a positive action something that we can do as students rather than having to just hear news about the climate emergency, how we're um, destined to do, but there's something we can still do. Love that
4: positive message. Um, another tip would be, um, so to learn how to sew. Um, and obviously I uh, like, um, so you can go thrifting and then flip the clothes and upcycle them. So um, there's a lot of TikTok um, um, influencers that are doing that and I'm obsessed with it because I find it amazing how they just turn like uh, a very basic dress into a two-piece and I think it's amazing I really want to learn how to sew and I know that with Greenwich um, uh, Council for example they have sewing classes um, that you can learn how to sew and I'm sure that uh, most of the council would have something similar to that and even if not uh your grandma or uh, your mom would definitely know how to sell something yeah or youtube even
0: yeah and you're learning a skill as well aren't you which is cool
3: yeah um tiktoks as well so like ever said we'd we post TikToks on our page as well and we like show different outfits so you could get inspiration from so many different pages. So many companies are like being set up as ethical entities so if you go on Instagram for instance you'll find so many um, sustainable brands but just be careful that they're not greenwashing um, and just go on trips like diff- like you could go to a kilo sale where you could get a kilo of clothes for £15 with your
0: friends. I love all of those tips I think they're all great. Um Yeah, I think it's really important what you guys are doing. And I think it's really you're doing it in a really interesting way. And it's obviously been hugely successful the way you've grown it up. So I I think, you know, I'm just inspired by all three of you and keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing.
2: But we are planning more swapping events. Um, So follow us on on Unarchive Textiles on Instagram and TikTok um where you can find um other um companies or projects that are going on um we're sharing other um projects and we'll be promoting our projects and close swaps so stay tuned
3: and definitely tips as well any tips that you are confused on you could pop us a message so we're always online so we can help out whenever do lives as well a huge thank you to Eva, Jaylon and Alara for t- talking to us
1: about sustainable fashion consumption and their inspiring journey with unarchived textiles. You'll find links to their social channels and some of their other resources they mention in the show notes. Do look out for the next clothes swapping event. I know that I'll be going.
0: We'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and any other ways that you have taken action to promote sustainable fashion consumption get in touch on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or contact the Sustainability Team via email. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening.